This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For cables, connectors, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And buy the ham station. Get your new radio or antenna by calling 800-729-4373 or go to hamstation.com. It's Ham Radio. Ham Talk Live, episode number 75 with The Ham Band. Recorded live on Thursday, August 3rd, 2017. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. And tonight we're joined by Andrew, OZ5E, and Lisa from The Ham Band in Denmark. And we'll take your calls live, as we always do, in just a few minutes. And last week here on Ham Talk Live, Sam Rose, KC2LRC, and Dr. Nathaniel Frisell, W2NAF, were here to talk about the Solar Eclipse QSO party coming up. Um, So if you missed that or any other show, all you have to do is go to hamtalklive.com. And you can listen to us on demand, and uh, we're also on the podcast things, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, and SoundCloud, and we're over on YouTube, so just uh, check us out wherever is most convenient for you. Well, I just rolled in uh, from taking a few days of vacation um, down in Myrtle Beach, and uh, it was good to get away, but wow, I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed with all the stuff that I have to catch up on because uh, there's been a lot going on, and I uh, haven't quite caught up with it all, but there were a few things that were going to happen right away that I did want to mention just briefly. First of all, a very hearty congratulations to our friend Marty Soloway, KC1CWF, uh, for being named this year's Amateur Radio Newsline Bill Pasternak Young Ham of the Year Award winner. So congratulations, Marty. He's going to be formally receiving that in Huntsville at the Ham Fest in just a couple of weeks. Um, so congratulations to him. Also, there's a FEMA exercise that started today called Vigilant Guard, and that continues today through August 6th. And uh, Lloyd Colston, KC5FM, sent us some information on that. And honestly, I haven't had time to read it all. Uh, But I wanted to mention that. So if you are interested in that uh, FEMA exercise, make sure you uh, get a hold of Lloyd or or look up Vigilant Guard and you can find something uh, about that. And also... um, 
we'll have something over on Amateur Radio Newsline about that uh, real soon, but that'll be uh, after the fact. And uh, one last thing, a, a shout-out to Ryan Geiser, N8VBQ, uh, from Lexington, KY. Thanks for listening, and uh, appreciate uh, to hearing about uh, you listening to the show. So thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. So, uh, guys, gals, get your questions ready to go for the ham band. And we're going to talk to them for a while and listen to some of their music, and then we'll give you a chance to call in. And when we do that, uh, it's not time yet, but uh, when we do that, uh, the phone number to call is 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261 for the alphabetically challenged. Uh, or on Skype, you can call us on Skype. Our username is just Ham Talk Live. You can also tweet us again. The name is Ham Talk Live. So I'll be back with Andrew and Lisa right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you in part by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's dime store since 1978. When you need connectors, mobile and handheld antennas, cables, or adapters, visit Scott or Jill at a Ham Fest near you. Or you can order online at pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL-259 and end connectors, SMA adapters, audio cables, soldering supplies, mobile antennas, and ham sticks. Their silver-plated end connectors are even used on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics carries MFJ, Comet, Daiwa, OPEC, Workman, and HamPro products. And don't miss their 0% off sale going on now. Tower Electronics, online at pl-259.com. Proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. At Ham Talk Live, we have a million-dollar request guarantee. You give us a million dollars, and we'll do a show about whatever ham topic you request. Guaranteed. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show tonight. To help bring you Ham Talk Live, they'll be in Berryville, Virginia on Sunday, and then in Huntington, West Virginia, August 12th, and then Huntsville, August 19th and 20th, and September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, they'll be at Shelby, North Carolina. Or you can give them a call at 920-435-2973 or visit their website at pl-259.com and tell them you heard it on Ham Talk Live and make sure you listen to the show every Thursday night, 9 p.m. right here at hamtalklive.com. Well, tonight, uh, Andrew and Lisa are with us. Andrew has many call signs but is... Uh, perhaps best known for his contest station in Denmark, OZ5E. His personal call signs are OZ1XJ and G3WZZ. He and his wife Lisa make up the Andrew, John, and Lisa duo. Uh, they are very well-known musicians, especially in Denmark, and are members of the Dartford Folk Club Hall of Fame. But tonight, we're talking about another band they formed, and that's the Ham Band. Yes, it's the people who made that video from atop that 100-foot tower. They're here to talk with you this evening. And actually, it's 3 o'clock in the morning in Denmark, and I gave them a chance 
to do this pre-recorded. And they said, no, 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 we want to do it live. And they may be regretting that decision right now as they're, uh, they're loading up on coffee. So Andrew and Lisa, thank you so much for coming on the show anyway. Yeah, but it's 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 nice to be here, and uh, a lot of coffee, and uh, we'll be okay. And Lisa's here too. Yes, and it's pitch dark outside, and our dog refused to come over to the radio room, uh, so he's still asleep in the big house. <laughs> Sensible dog. Yeah, I, I'd say it's it's sensible. So thank you so much for being up at three a.m. for the show. Uh, well. Uh, it's a pleasure to, to have you here, and, and a few years ago, this music video that you guys uh, made, Come and Join Us on the Airwaves, it went viral, uh, uh, over here at least. Uh, it was playing on a big screen TV at Dayton a few years ago, and it's been a, a big topic of discussion in the ham radio club that I do at my school, uh, that we always play that video, and, and they always sing, they're singing it, you know, half the time. And <laughs> so I thought, you know, we, we ought to reach out and see if, uh, if you'd come on the show and talk a little bit about how you made that video. But before we do that, you were kind enough to send me a copy of your whole CD called Seek You, of course, which that's a play on CQ. Um, and I had a chance to listen to it um, on a drive home one night last week, and I was I was really, really impressed. And I've been looking forward to doing this show because the wit of, of some of these lyrics and, and the quality of this CD – uh, was just so impressive, and um, I know you guys are fans of the Spurious Emissions Band. We've had them on, and they do some rock and roll parodies, but but this is some original country songs about ham radio and some of the real struggles in ham's lives. So tell us about the CD and uh, the musicians that you used for making that recording. Well, the uh, we were in the middle of doing a recording in Nashville, and uh, which is where we do all our recording. And I had this idea: let's uh, see whether we can we can write a lot of songs that really do tell the whole story of about uh, amateur radio. And I, I was so lucky at that the time I decided to write the songs. It was you know nothing. It's not recently, but a there's not a lot new happened in amateur radio since we did the the album so it was very very lucky that we chose the right time and we got the best musicians in the world playing the music so it, it turned out quite nice and i think more than a million people have seen the the video and a few people have bought the album not not enough and uh, you know amateur radio's um not um uh, an expensive hobby at all in my opinion but the way we do it at Oscar Zulu Five Echo in uh, in Denmark, we, um, we we we're quite an advanced uh, station. We've got a lot of nice antennas, and um, you know the, the the music side of things it 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 keeps us happy in in the um, it, because every time we do a, a contest or work DX, the 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 people say, "Hey, isn't that uh, Andrew from?" Uh, from the hand band. So I think we've made a couple of people happy going. Yeah. And, and these musicians from Nashville, tell us some of the people they play with. They've well, played with we, in the past. 
Well, the, the, the owner of the studio is, um, is Wayne Moss. And he, he, everybody knows the, the, the Roy Orbison song, Pretty Woman. And it goes, dong, 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 dong. And the, the guy who played that riff was, um, was Wayne Moss, who owns the studio. He didn't even play on the record. And then uh, the bass player, I don't know if anybody remembers that the Buddy Holly, uh, when his plane crashed, there was a Waylon Jennings and a gentleman called, um, just a moment, my mind is it's, it's the middle of the night. But the, Tom, Tommy Olsop. Yeah, Tommy Olsop. Now, Tommy Olsop played the bass on this record, and he was the guy who flipped a coin um, with the big bopper, and the big bopper got the seat on the plane, and he died in the crash, and uh, Tommy Olsop uh, lived, to play the bass on the ham band. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I'm, that's a deal there. That, that's that's a deal to, to play for the ham band. That's uh, that's a and good then thing. some other people. We've got we've got a, a, a lot of really good musicians. So so the, the 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 strange thing about the record is that it is it is far better than 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 you might imagine. It's it's really. It sounds like a parody, and it sounds like we are not a serious bunch of musicians, but I can tell you, we we really are. And we've got mixed reception. Few people think that it's ridiculous to sing songs about amateur radio, and to be honest, they're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. Exactly. It's, it's well, I so admit... Um, country mm-hmm. music isn't usually my style, even though, it, it, ironically, when I worked in radio, I was a DJ at a country music station for about three years. But when I listened to this CD, it was just so entertaining, and I just kept listening over and over again. And the last song that we're going to play tonight, I, I don't know how many times I've listened to that song in the last week, but one of the jokes I always heard about country music and Rascal Flatts even made a song about it is what happens when you play a country song backwards? Do you know? I have no idea. Tell us. You get your wife back. You get your dog back. Your truck starts running again. Now, Now I didn't hear anything about dogs or trucks, but Lisa, I did notice there were several songs that had to do with hams that didn't keep their wives happy because they were on the radio all the time. So is that a real struggle? Well, in our little family, it's actually not a struggle because um, Andrew never goes off to work and leaves me at home uh, because we work together. We've been, uh, been professional musicians together for over 40 years. So uh, we, we are we're together 24 hours a day. So... Um, I think it's actually quite relaxing when he goes to his radio room <laughs> and uh, and gives me and the dog a little bit of peace and quiet. So so we're probably uh, not a very typical um, ham radio family. Now, Andrew was telling me about a, another one of the songs that was called Always on the Air. And there was an interesting story behind that where it was a struggle. So... Uh, Andrew, I think you've got your guitar there. Uh, you want to you want to play a little bit of that one? 
Yeah. <clears throat> what I'm going to do, what Lisa and I are going to do, we're going to sing the first verse, just a short a bit of it, because we're not really up to scratch um, at three in the morning to play a whole yes. song. But we'll, we'll play this one and, and, and try and concentrate on the words, because uh, I'm going to tell the story afterwards. So this is, this is a, a little bit of the song called Always on the Air. Good old friend of mine got married to a radio ham like I did. They were happy at the start when they began to drift apart because he's always on the air, my friend confided. Cause he was always on the air. It really wasn't fair Morsing to some man who wasn't there Just like a crazy love affair It drove her to despair It seemed like he was always on the And there's supposed to be a real big roar of applause. There. Oh, oh, we ha- we have that. We have that. There, there it is. Oh, that's that's great. <laughs> so yeah, tell us the story about that. It's just an amazing story, and it's absolutely true. And this is one of the strange things that not a lot of people have picked up on this. But uh, Morse code is very very interesting because it is. There are some psychologists that say that it's the shortest. Uh, way for two human brains to contact each other because once you're up to speed really fast it's just almost it's so fast that you can't think about it and um what happened and it's an absolutely true story in our city in uh, in denmark the second largest city is aarhus that's alpha radio hotel uniform sugar and um there was a, a gentleman who was a very very fanatical morse operator and he had a very good friend in in switzerland and they used he used to come home from work and go straight into the shack and operate the radio and this went on for a number of years and then the wife finally decided all right if you can't beat them join them so she got her license learnt Morse code, got up to speed and started using another radio in the same house and they were, they went on for a a while and then she actually fell in love with this Swiss guy who and they'd never met, they'd never seen each other before and um, at some point she asked her husband if they could invite the guy to visit and the, the guy came and visited and the love proved to be true and she moved away so that was the story always on the air and it is absolutely true and if anybody wants documentation i have it okay (laughs) (laughs) wow so so morse may have some closer connections than we actually thought well uh let's let's get back to the the um Join us on the airwaves, and we're going to play a little clip of that, and just in case uh, people haven't heard that. Um, but tell us how you were able to video that while you were up on the tower, and that's not a small tower; that's a hundred foot tower. 
And I guess some people said wrote in and, and said they were worried about you not being properly secured to the tower when you did that, and, and I know you were. So, so tell us how you were able to pull off that video shoot. Well, the the, the real reason we had a, we had a, a, a cherry picker or a, a crane, we were installing the the top tower. It had uh, we have terrible storms here. So, um, and by the way, I don't think I mentioned it or you mentioned it that I'm the the chief engineer of the contest station. So I'm responsible for all the technical stuff. So when we did the the music video, it was actually. We'd got the cherry picker to put up this huge antenna. We, at that time, it was a Sommer 13-element um, um, log-periodic sort of antenna, a very, very good multiband antenna. We've grown up now. We use monobanders nowadays, but back then it was, uh, was multiband antennas. And so when uh, I actually changed from my working clothes into the tuxedo that I wore for some stupid reason, um, <laughs> I was already quite tired because uh, – and this is why I don't have a big smile on my face, which I rarely do, as my wife will tell you. But um, the idea was that we would film the, um, the thing and uh, the, the, the crane was big enough to go above the 100-foot tower. So it's actually – fairly uh, impressive nowadays people would say we've all done it using computer whatever it's called but this was done absolutely um, uh, that we were really up there and uh, the strangest thing of all is that our little puppy uh, he, he had he was down on the ground he was only 12 or 13 weeks old and uh, we played the song probably 25 times to get all the shots in and of course he the puppy could hear this thing and we're not the kind of people who listen to our own music, but for the 15 years that that dog lived, he absolutely howled and screamed every time we played that uh, song. <laughs> that, that <was> sad. <laughs> it, 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 it amazes me that a 13-year-old um, dog could remember. It was a traumatic experience for that poor little puppy. Go ahead. And it, it was only when we, uh, when we got to the chorus in the song. Yeah. yeah. Always <laughs> on. <laughs> And now, another thing, and another thing was, and that was even more um, of a problem for us because I had to open champagne up there. I was uh, on up on twenty meters, and I had about six bottles of champagne to open. And every time he saw us pick up a bottle of champagne, he was he would freak out completely. Every time he heard the. So every time we had to drink a bottle of champagne, we had to go into another room, a different room. While we opened it, and then it would be oh, wow. <laughs> now, Lisa, you were up there with with that champagne. I remember that. How um, do you do you climb regularly, or was that something that you just got no, talked no, into I, I for don't, that? Uh, yeah, I've, I've, we, I I practiced a bit uh, in the weeks uh, before before the filming. I practiced climbing up to about uh, ten meters with my mountaineering gear and stuff. But uh, on the day we did the filming, I went up with a photographer in the in, um, in the lift, and then climbed over from the lift to the to the mast. So so that was fine, and I actually enjoyed it up there. Before then, I had a bit of a of a scare uh, about heights. But once I was up there on twenty meters, and the sun was shining, and, and tied on, and I of course I was tied on. Every, every <laughs> we are all tied on when when we're up there. I thought it was wonderful. So. Um, Pretty view as well. Yeah, yeah it was great. Yeah. And it's yeah, just no. because when you when you see professional uh, tower 
uh, climbers. They often have fairly uh, severely large uh, equipment to keep them safe. But when you would think about it, when uh, rock climbers, mountaineers, they have very lightweight stuff, but it's strong enough to save you, save your life. And that's what we wear. We wear very, very discreet, but uh, very, very strong stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to make sure that you uh, you mentioned that because I know there are some people concerned about that. So, mm-hmm. yep. Okay. All right. Well, let's listen to just a, a little clip of that um, song. And again, you can uh, catch that over on uh, on YouTube. It's uh, Join Us on the Airwaves by the Ham Band. Come and join us on the airwaves. Surf the skies and find new friends. Let the world unfurl before you. You'll be the one who sets the trends. All right, so there you have it. Uh, there's the story of doing that song um, up on the uh, up on the tower. Um, now, one of my favorite songs on the CD is "I'm Not Climbing Up the Tower Anymore." And Andrew, you're you're 70 years old. You told me, and and you're still climbing. So, was that song out of frustration after being on the tower so long to make that video, or or what was the story behind that? Uh, I think the the big problem, as many people realize, is that when the wind blows, the uh, you you check the the weather forecast and you think, well, it says this kind of speed of of wind but for some reason our station is is incredibly windy and even though they tell us it's going to be this kind of speed it's always more and we lose towers in fact our summer antenna uh, which was which has survived all sorts of stuff in florida you know it's 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 a very very sturdy antenna and i remember talking to mr sommer in florida and he said after the second summer antenna died a death in the wind, he said, you may want to try another kind of antenna. So we did. But um, the problem is that nobody except me at the station climbs the tower. So I've been doing that for the last 35 years. And um, I don't mind it too much. Uh, the biggest problem was getting past the uh, the tick ring halfway up the tower. If anybody's done tower climbing, the worst thing is climbing past a tick ring. That's really unpleasant. But apart from that, as Lisa says, once you're up there and you're tied on, it's a beautiful view and you can work with both hands and it, the height doesn't bother me at all. And uh, I, I was up the tower just uh, two or three days ago and uh, fixing something which I hope I will never have to climb up and fix again, <laughs> but I guess I will. I'll be up there quite soon. And, um, you know, it's it's just part of the hobby. And mo- part of the most, I think it's the most fascinating thing about it is the antenna work. And so, you know, I, I'm a rag chewer, even though we have a contest station. I'm a rag chewer and uh, I enjoy any kind of proper conversation w- with somebody. But a lot of the other guys at the at the station are fanatical DXers and fanatical contest people. And there's room for everything in this hobby. I think it's. Uh, I think the most unpleasant thing about the hobby is where where people say, 
I'm a contester. You're, dis- you're, 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 you're spoiling my ability to be a contester. Or I'm a DXer. You're spoiling my ability to be a, 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 a contest, a, a, a DXer. I think we should be more tolerant. And uh, if there's one thing that radio amateurs aren't, uh, is tolerant. Don't you agree, Neil? <laughs> I, I think it, it depends on the situation. I, I think some people have a little better tolerance than others, maybe. Yeah, but it's yeah. Uh, you know it, it's uh, but it's it's a wonderful hobby and it, it's uh, it's it's really really strange. The only thing you know, I I, I was talking about uh, the the, uh, the recently you had the big uh, Boy Scout jamboree in the states, and there was also a similar thing in 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 Europe, and that happened to be in Denmark. And you know, it's a strange thing that in the old days you could really at the scout uh, jamborees you could really impress people by saying you know you you come from from Japan now come into the radio uh, tent and you can talk to your your folks back home in Japan or you can talk to somebody back home in Japan and nowadays the, nobody in in of the younger generation is impressed by that and that I I think that's a shame because uh, it it's it's so much different from using the um, the internet and Skype and and Facebook and all that but um, you know, times have changed, and uh, I'm still impressed when when I get visitors to the station, and you can always see a potential radio ham, and that's somebody who looks up with love at the big antenna and looks at the sky, and you can see them imagining the ionosphere. And um, and I, in one of my songs, I wrote a, a, a glass of beer and a friendly ionosphere, and I think that's the way we we. Radio hams look at at the propagation of of the waves. Go ahead. Now, it, you you mentioned identifying ham radio operators. You've told me that Lisa has a very unique ability. <laughs> yeah, I can spot them. <laughs> I've been I've been traveling and been to parties, and all of a sudden, I can turn to the guy sitting next to me and say, "You are a radio ham." And they'll look very frightened and they'll say, <laughs> how did you know? <laughs> uh, well, hey, we're go- if, if, if we could, we're going to we're going to stop here and we're going to listen to just uh, a couple of minutes of I'm not climbing up the tower anymore. And then <laughs> and then after that, we're going to uh, we're going to take some calls. So. Uh, here is I'm Not Climbing Up the Tower Anymore from the Ham Band. When I was young, I used to dream I had the perfect radio shack Big antennas on a hundred foot tower A brand new radio and maximum power I never thought I'd ever get to realise that Now Yen and me have got the lot But I'm never on the air at all Every time I want to check for an hour Something sends me to the top of the tower From today I'm gonna put a stop to all that Cause I'm not climbing up the tower anymore I told you once, I told you twice, a hundred times before The exercise may do me good, the view may overawe 
But I'm not climbing at the tower anymore That was the seventh time I climbed Today my fingers are all raw My nose and toes are frozen and my skinny legs are sore You can beg and you can bribe me on your knees, you may implore But I'm not climbing at the tower anymore I'll just relax and chat Okay, well, there you have it. Andrew's not climbing up the tower anymore, at least until tomorrow. So it's time for your calls now. So if you have a question for Andrew or Lisa, that phone number to call is area code 812 and then NetHam1. That's 812-638-4261 in numbers. 812-638-4261. Or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is Ham Talk Live. Or you can send us a tweet. We'll check the tweets here in a little bit. And that's at Ham Talk Live as well. So if you've got a question about the video or the contest station or or any of the music on the CD, just give us a call. And the time to do that is now. So we'll we'll take those calls. Um as soon as you can make them. Um, now, while we're waiting on that, uh, mm-hmm. we've been talking about the contest station a bit. So I see that there's some songs on the CD about contesting as well. And so tell us a little bit more about your contest station there at OZ5E. Okay, but OZ5E is the shortest possible CW uh, call from, from Denmark. It's still a bit long with the O and the Z, but the, the E uh, keeps it a, a bit short. And uh, we have probably the best contest station in Denmark and possibly uh, four of the best operators. We do have the disadvantage that we're a little bit too far to the north, which means that things tend to end a little bit earlier than they do further south, which means we have a handicap. But we really have aimed to to go for the for, for monoband antennas. So we've got a, a really nice setup, and um, with with monobands on uh, 160 uh, all the way up to uh, six meters, and it it works very well. And uh, with just to give you an idea, our our operators they went to Qatar. I think it was. Alpha 73 uh, Alpha. I'm not, not absolutely certain. I'm, I'm not a person who remembers call signs very well. But Alpha 73 Alpha were number two in the world CQ Worldwide SSB. And that was three or four of the operators from our station who, who won that title. And um, if anybody's interested in contesting, the same team will be on Oscar Zulu 5 Echo. Uh, the CQ Worldwide CW and SSB contest because they don't imagine they could possibly do better than number two in the world because the uh, competition is, of course, over in the Caribbean. So uh, they decided to stay home. So uh, look forward to that. Is, is there anything else you want to know about the station, Neil? Yeah. So how many uh, how many antennas do you have on that tower right now? And, well, and, and the, the, has it changed since the video? Oh, it has. We've got two. We've got three towers now. So it's uh, monoband of five elements on twenty meters, uh, six elements on fifteen, six elements on ten, and then a four square on eighty, and a vertical on one sixty, and a couple of things on six meters. Uh, six meters is getting really, really popular. Not uh, in my particular experience, but. Um, 
the, this new digital mode, which I I'm, I can't remember what it's called. Maybe you know what it's called, but um, very 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 high degree of activity on six meters at the moment. I wonder if you do that, Neil. Do you? Uh, F, is that FT eight? I mean, I'm not sure. It's, it's one, a brand new the, the one, one. Yeah. Yeah, and. Um, you know, it's never interested me. I don't know if you uh, are aware of the fact that the difference between amateur radio in uh, in the States and in the UK and a lot of the other countries, in certainly in Europe, is that a lot of the people don't really like rag-chewing because English is a second language for them and the rag-chewing, if it's not within their own country, tends to be... Uh, a little difficult whereas uh, in in the uk and in america we're we're all rag chewers we bore each other to death don't you agree neil <laughs> and in fact you talk about that in one of your songs that's coming up and um uh, and, and i really appreciated that because one of the things that i've always said in ham radio is that there's three things you always talk about the weather mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. garden and your mm-hmm. ailments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are the three things that you always have to talk about. Yeah, but and the the one you're thinking about is uh, I I think I said uh, I don't know your power or the height of your tower, and frankly, I don't give a. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> that is the one. That is the one, and we will play that here in just a little bit. In fact, uh, we're going to play another little clip about contesting. This one's a fairly short one, but again, the phone number to call is 812-638-4261. So give us a call, 812-NET-HAM-1, and uh, if you have a question for Andrew and Lisa, and uh, we'll be back here in just a minute. Contest and no one in the world can beat us. We're busy getting ready for the final conquest. A lot of little plans to discuss. Just an hour to go before we start the show, and then it's 48 hours of hell. Although it's hard to explain why we put up with this pain, well, we do it again and again. We're gonna do it again. I'm sorry, I, I, I'm losing you a little bit. We, we've got a, I think oh. we've got a slight ionospheric problem. Ionospheric disturbance so, here? I, I think there's a little bit. No, uh, yeah, yeah it, it's on my end. I, I noticed the internet just uh, cut out on me, so yeah, and you, that was um, on my end. So my apologies there, and and we'll uh, we'll get the recording uploaded. So. Uh, so people can can hear what was happening there. So my apologies, but uh, we were we were talking about the um, contest uh, song. We were, we were playing some of that, and and you could really get pumped up listening to that song um, before a contest. That could get, give you some energy, couldn't it? Yeah, and and a lot use that about it. It's because it's a fair tempo thing. I didn't mention that the drummer on this is is absolutely the most renowned drummer in the world. He's called Kenny Bowie. And you all know him from Young's work uh, and just about every other in the uh, world in, in the 70s, 80s, 90s. 2000s. Andrew, are you back with us? 
Yeah, I, I, I've been oh, here okay. all the time. But, all right. Uh, I yeah, don't know what, what... The, the internet here has been cutting out. I, I can see that it's cutting out. So, um, oh. yeah, well, we've we've lost a little bit of this, but uh, we sh- we've we got another recording. It. We should have done it on HF instead. You know. We yeah. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and the I, way I, the ionosphere is these days, wow. If I just point the uh, the five element, I've got four element. I didn't mention this four elements uh, monoband on on forty, so um, it, it's that's pretty good. Um, forty meters for me is a little bit like twenty meters at the moment. So uh, if anybody's on forty, I can just point the antenna to the America and I'll I'll fry you up. Go ahead. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, uh, I appreciate you coming on on here, and uh, we're just about out of time here. But I know you you wanted to talk a little bit about one of your passions, getting people interested in ham radio. Um, so let's let's talk just a little bit about that, and then we're going to have to go. Okay, but my um, inspiration is I, I would really like people to appreciate why I love amateur radio. And I've tried to do it. And a number of people, um, you mentioned uh, Bill um, uh, Pasternak. Um, Pasternak. And uh, the, the other guy w- was Dave Bell. And Dave Bell actually wanted us to do a, a video about, um, about amateur radio to inspire young people. And that is partly why we did the silly one where we're up the tower. But... I know that it doesn't really work. And in the same way that I'm saying that uh, talking to the Boy Scouts and Girl Guides, and, um, and uh, well, I think you call them Girl Scouts, actually, in, in, but in England we call them Girl Guides, uh, it, it just doesn't seem to appeal to young people that much because they've got their iPhones and all that. What I, what I tend to point out is that it's easy enough to pick up the phone and call somebody, but you have to know a number and you have to know somebody in order to be able to call them. And the beauty of ham radio has always been the, the strange, uh, unknown quality about who's going to come back to your CQ call. And, and that's what I'm trying to explain to people. It's, it's just a different world. And um, it, it, it's very, very difficult to to communicate the concept. And at the end of the day, um, we all discovered this for ham radio for different reasons. And I have not found a common factor yet. But I'm working on it and I'm going to do a proper video that doesn't bore people to death. Because (laughs) the problem is they show you with your handheld radio and who cares? It's just like a mobile phone. And they show people with like us with five elements on 20 and four elements on 40. And this makes it frightening. But I want to show people with the, the, the station on Pitcairn Island or St. Helena Island with the, the piece of wet string and a 10-watt transmitter. And that's what it's all about. That you don't good. need a fortune to, to get into this hobby, I don't think. Yep. Well, we're going to have to end it there, Andrew, but uh, check out OZ5E.com for uh, the CQ songs and uh, about the contest station and tune in next week. We hope to have something about Huntsville next week, but that's a wrap. 
uh, for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. So thanks to Andrew and Lisa. And I'll say 7375, and may the good DX be yours. You came right back to my secure call Your readability five and strength nine You never once mentioned your weather at all And I didn't mention mine We talked and talked for hours and hours I completely forgot you're a ham I don't know your power or the height of your tower Frankly, I don't give a damn to you and your family I'll be seeing you further down the log Your 73s To you and your family I'll be seeing you further down the log It's hard to believe That you're anti Cause you sound just like a local up here But why don't those whistling Mediterraneans Check if your frequency's clear Warm and cozy in our shacks We have talked about thousands of things About shoes, about ships, about sealing wax About cabbages and kings So 73s to you and your family I'll be seeing you further down the log Your 73s to you and your family I'll be seeing you further down the log 